When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Possums, we are Offensive Points Podcast, and we are here for Week 11 Game re- Previews. We're going to give you some guys we like. We're going to preview the games for you and lead you to victory in your tournament. So you guys know where to find us, at Offensive Points on Twitter, at IDP Army on TikTok, IDP Army on YouTube. We have our own personal Twitter mechanism, so get on there and follow us. We have a lot of good stuff for you guys. I am here with Josh and Billy, as usual, to recap or preview, not recap, week 11. How you guys doing? Guys, I have a story for you. Just kidding, Bill. I was about to say, by all means. God damn it. I I do have many stories. Let's make this quick. And they're like, Billy's got to work in like 45 minutes. So we're going to fire through this one a little bit. It's an hour and a half away. Let's get to some fucking football, guys. Okay, well, Josh, you'll go last since you have the least amount of games. I'll, I have the same I'll... amount of games. We have 15. Oh, is there 15 this week? Oh, yeah, because there's only two games, buys. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, well, I just didn't want you to go first. I'll go first. Fine. Thursday night so football. So Arizona. I'm Do you want to go? or No, no. no I'm just you fine? You... Anything <laughs> else you want to get out real quick? Arizona? No? I'm good. 45 minutes, dog. Okay. 30 minutes. Well, yeah, you're just trying to drag this into the mud. All right. Thursday night football, Atlanta versus New England. Um, popular uh, revenge matchup. Pretty sure it's the first one since the 28-3 debacle. Um, I think these teams, I think it's. I don't think it's going to be particularly close, but we'll see. So my start is Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson because I think they could both eat against this defense. 
Um, I think they both can get in the end zone. And I think if they both get in the end zone, you're still going to get back uh, quite a bit of the value that you needed. Um, I don't think this will be a particularly good game for Atlanta's skill players. So that's why my sit is any and all Atlanta tight ends. Um, any of them that you have on your roster. Um, don't play them. So I think that they can very easily cover tight ends. They got really good linebackers and they're even their cornerbacks have been proven to be able to handle their tight handle the other team's tight ends. I think Atlanta's only real option here is those players. And I don't think that that's going to be something. I don't, I don't think it's going to be reliable in this game. It wasn't against Dallas. Trayvon Diggs locked him down. I don't think it's going to, I think the same thing is going to happen against the Patriots. And my stop for this game is stop winning Atlanta. Please stop it. You need players on your team that are good. And if Ridley's really not going to come back this season, he won't be available until after uh, November 28th. Stop winning football games. Just tank. It's fine. We all get it. It's been a weird season for you all. Cordell Patterson is your fucking RB1. Stop winning, please. Okay, that's all. I love how oh, many yeah. I love how many hoops you jump through to not say the name that we have fireball. That <laughs> I'm not I'm not, I'm not losing it. that bet off of some technical. I actually shit. I actually wanted it because I was just gonna start saying random random stuff, but it's fine. Um I'm gonna jump right in here because uh Billy's gotta go to work, man, and he's gotta fucking do that shit. So uh we're gonna we're gonna get into this. And so it's Arizona, Seattle, as I tried to interrupt Billy, but he wouldn't let me. Um Seattle played in their first in the first snow football game uh, this year and they looked fucking terrible doing it and so now they get to play against maybe the full strength cardinals i i mean technically without chase Edmonds, but uh probably we're not, not really, hopkins probably not hopkins as well but we don't know what's going on with kyler so uh mm-hmm. but i do want to say welcome back russ man like here's your two fucking <laughs> games to fucking start it off with so uh arizona is also coming off an embarrassing loss to the panthers so uh i'm i'm, I'm hoping that this will be a full game or at least a majority full game who know carson and uh hopkins probably won't be there but uh, my start here is Christian Kirk. And while I was literally typing this on my lunch break today, I literally went and checked one of my, all my leagues to see if he was available uh, upon writing this. And he was open available in like 28% of leagues. So he was owned at 70% and he was available in one. So surprisingly enough, I did grab him. Uh, and Kirk, Kirk has honestly been one of those sneaky, super solid receivers. He has had one game under eight points this year in PPR formats which is just wild to me. Uh, but AJ Green and Hopkins are both banged up. Kirk still has that chance to score 10 to 15, even with them coming back, even if somehow they're both back, but it's looking like Hopkins isn't. Uh, so I love him against Seattle's defense this week. So that is my like super start. And like, honestly, maybe try to trade for kind of deal. Cause I didn't do the watch. So I'm just going to throw shit out there. I would agree. Uh, I'd trade for him today. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you probably don't have to pay that much. So maybe your backup tight end, like now that you got through the buys, like, figure it out anyway uh my sit is chris carson assuming he's playing or whatever running back is starting because i really don't know what's going on with seattle uh but arizona has a phenomenal run defense and like let's say hypothetically carson returns and i'm excited about that even though we talked about his neck injury and stuff and but the nature of that injury in general uh and really just any other running back on this team against this defense i just think you see what happens here first i just i don't think you feel confident about alex collins or penny or whatever is going on and my stop here and i'm selfishly upset about chase Edmonds' injury so i think that this is probably why i'm saying this really in general but not really is thinking that james connor is good stop thinking that he's not 
I, I, I'm upset because this opens the door for Connor to have the full workload. And don't get me wrong, he's he's going to be great in fantasy just because of he's the only one that can fall in the end zone right now. Kyler's not running around even if he plays right now. So, yeah, like, if I owned Connor in Dynasty, I would use him this week and then flip the shit out of him and get out while you still can. I just, I don't think your future's bright. I think there might be a game or two here and there. Chase Edmonds should be back next week or the week after, depending on how bad the ankle injury is. But I am not excited about James Conner. And no, neither should you be. I, I, just stop. I agree. I just wanted to like touch on Christian Kirk real quick. So the fantasy playoffs, he play, they will play the Lions, Colts, Cowboys, and then the Seahawks if you play in Week 17. Um, even though like Trayvon Diggs are in there, the Colts have good safeties. They're going to be covering AJ Green and uh, Hopkins if he's back. Leaves Kirk wide open, and they play a lot of three wide receivers. So uh, that is a perfect playoff I, matchup for a flex play, possibly. And if you're arguing like with someone about how Kirk is the number one right now, which he technically is, uh, you can argue that. Well, the Hopkins is coming back, and once Hopkins is back, it's gone. Like you exactly. know what I mean. And it's, well, it's Ertz not, is there, and, and like, Ertz is there, and Elijah argue. Moore. They got the rookie. Like, it's or wait, sorry, Elijah Moore. The hell, Rondale. Rondale. Sorry, the Moore brothers. Been a while since you've messed up a one of the Moore brothers is there. No, okay, that was a that was a good slip. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but in general, Kirk has had one game under eight points, which is just fucking wild. I don't know why you took out Joe there, but all right, Joe, go ahead. No, fuck you too, Joe. He's wearing Cardinal Red. <laughs> yeah, I am. They're going to win. So it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't need to spend a lot of time on this next game. We got Dallas and Kansas City in Arrowhead. Vegas has this game at 56. I would not be surprised if that shoots over it. I know that's massive. But this is the best game on the slate. I know it. You know it. Everyone knows it. So if you're playing Everybody. this game in daily, every one of these dudes is going to be highly owned. I you're starting everyone. You're sitting nobody, um, except with the exception of Dalton Schultz. Michael Gallup's return, I think, is going to be the death of Dalton Schultz. So we will see what happens there. But that return kicks CD Lamb back into the slot. So mm, get ready for a league winner on that one. Uh, Kansas City side, Hill and Kelsey are awesome. You can start Williams if you need to. But I'm mainly excited about these quarterbacks. You have to feel good if you have them. I do think Dallas tries to run the ball early, but Mahomes can score at a minute's notice. So this is going to turn into a pass-heavy monster of a fantasy game with the Chiefs emerging victorious. No stop. Straight up, no fucking fair enough. No stop. I, no stop. I saw a we'll next to uh, C.D. Lamb's name in uh, on the fantasy app. I don't really know what that's about. I haven't really he heard about it. He bruised his arm. He has an arm okay. contusion because he wasn't on the injury report or even like the like possible pre-injury report for the game. So I was like, yeah, I don't even last know what game that he is. has an arm contusion. They took him out in like the third quarter, like halfway through, but they're already up by forty points. So Cooper punched him because he wants the catches instead. Yeah, fair he enough. Ain't getting them. All right, well, I'll get on to my next game. It will be Cleveland versus Detroit. It's going to be a sad one, boys. Uh, I'm not going to try to beat around the bush on this one. If David Blau is in this game, it's potentially going to be Case Keenum versus David Blau. They're going to throw Baker out there, but I don't know how Dave, I don't know how Baker makes it through the entire game with the amount of injuries he has on his body currently. 
Um, so for my starts, I've got Nick Chubb. He should be back from his COVID uh, break. Absolutely. And actually, I kind of sneaky liking TJ Hawkinson this week. I think if David Blau has one person he's going to trust on that offense, it might be Hawkinson. Just dump downs to him and Swift. I, Swift would be another start, but I thought that was kind of auto. Um, and then you just kind of, I think Hawkinson could potentially eat a little bit against. I mean, the problem is Cleveland's got good coverage linebackers, so even that's kind of a tough one to to say. But so I don't know. Actually, Blau, can, Blau can make some happen, make something happen. Not to interrupt, but I had something on Hawkinson earlier that I didn't say is uh, Cleveland's uh, whatever tight end rankings are pretty middle of the pack. So Hawkinson could eat. I mean, yeah, well, and then Hunter Henry kind of ate him alive last week, but that so was also, probably that was, why. that was a weird game because they were getting destroyed. But all right, so my sit would be Detroit wide receivers. Sorry, David Blau is not getting them the ball. Sorry, it's not going to happen. I mean, Cleveland does have a suspect secondary, but I just – it's the Blau of it all for me. Um, and then stop is – Cleveland, can you stop using Baker Mayfield? Sit him down. I don't care if the team trainer has to take him out with a punctured lung with a needle. Like, just sit him down on the bench. He's, he needs to take a break. Well, okay, so he has three injuries, including a torn labrum. Like, what more is it going to take for him to sit down on the bench? Didn't he both, Cleveland. He's got both shoulders and a knee injury. Yeah. Is that what it is? Jesus. He's, he's a broken man. I didn't like that Tyrod Taylor fucking shot or Chargers. I love that shot, but wow. Well, it got Herbert in the game. That is true. This just saves him from himself, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Hawkinson to be a great tournament play because after putting up zero last week, no one's starting him. That is true. Yeah, and Cleveland's perceived good against tight end thing, which I don't think is going to be a problem this week. All right, you're never going to see me. You're never going to see me say this again in my life, but you'll see this one on TikTok. So the birds went into Denver and just beat the absolute shit out of a team that just destroyed the Cowboys. I have no fucking idea what to make of that, but they're fucking hot right now. And the Saints, on the other hand, lost a heartbreaker to the Titans, and we'd be pushing for Kamara to return because that's how they win this game. Uh, I'm not saying anything against Ingram. He's good. Uh, but we just shut Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon down at least decently. So, I mean, that's what Mark Ingram is, if we're being honest here. So this game has playoff implications for both of these teams. And one of these teams could have the tiebreaker over one another, which is basically competing with each other. So this is basically make or break for the Eagles. And I'm not saying it's make or break for the, the Saints, because if somehow they figure their shit out, they'll be fine. Uh my start here is Devontae Smith all day because you're already starting whatever running backs playing the Eagles. I've went over this. So two back-to-back great fucking weeks, which puts him as the rookie wide receiver two over Waddle, just barely, but he did. He did elapse that last week. Uh, with his big playability, he's going to be drawing Lattimore, but I believe he'll shake him for at least enough to be fancy relevant. I'm not expecting 100 yards, but Lattimore has been beat this year by worse receivers. So uh, Devontae Smith, the way he's playing right now, and not to mention training against Slay, he should be just fine. Uh, my sit is sit all the Eagles running backs. No matter what happens here, Sanders is back. You're thinking, oh, let's start him here. It's not the play. Don't do it. You're thinking Jordan Howard's been the dude. I get it. It's not the play. And this has nothing to do with any of their their stature or their their athletic athleticity, as I like to say. Um, the Eagles have been doing well running the ball, and this isn't the game. They will run a lot just to make sure that they do this, but the Saints are going to sell out to stop the run because that's how the Eagles that's how the Eagles have been doing well. So they're going to make Hurts throw the ball, which is honestly 
the smart play, but you know, Hertz has kind of made those good throws here and there, but honestly, there are some terrible ones. So I just, I just feel like this is the play for them, but it's, I don't think it's going to work out. I personally think the Eagles are actually going to win this game. It's the first time I've said this on record since like week two. So uh, not to mention Sanders has come back from injury and Sirianni might just stop running the ball together. Just, you know, because he hates, he hates him for some reason. Uh, My saints here, my stop. And this is my first time. My stop hasn't been about the Eagles or at least beyond my recollection. That isn't about something unrelated to the game. The saints need to stop the bleeding. I know they don't have Jamie's anymore, but after beating the Bucks three weeks ago, losing to the Falcons and then the Titans hurts. Both of those are technically playoff teams right now. Somehow the Falcons are in the, in the hunt. I don't know why, uh, but it would hurt even more for them if they lost the Eagles here because that's three people they lose the tiebreaker to. Well, I guess technically the Falcons they have another chance at, but they need to shut the door right now on the birds, and they need to shut the shut the door and make that and have that playoff potential, even though they're going to do nothing with it. Sounds good. Also, by the way, I forgot to say Cleveland is an eleven-point favorite over Lions. That's not going to get covered. Yeah, I think so. I think I think you think think Cleveland's going to win by twelve points. I think I think uh, fucking Nick Chubb can get those twelve points for them. Don't try, guys. You're another fireball bet. No, I double or nothing. Double or nothing, Bill. I don't trust the Lions. I don't trust the Browns, but. My money would not be on it. I don't want it either. I haven't lost one yet. All right. So Chicago, Baltimore, in Chicago, where there might be snow randomly. Another snow game popping up here. We're getting to that season. But uh, keep an eye on this. Lamar Jackson popped up with a non-COVID illness. So that's really up in the air at this point, depending on what he's dealing with. Uh, Cleo Mack, Eddie Jackson are still not practicing for the Bears. So if he does play... I really like Lamar Jackson. On top of that, the return of Danny Trevathan really opened up tight end scoring against the Bears. Ogletree was a better uh, pass defender than Trevathan is. And uh, if he's going to start, I really like Mark Andrews in this game. Um, This game's really going to go back and forth. We got two super athletic quarterbacks going at it. So it's going to be a very entertaining game to watch. Uh, the addition of Josh Bynes really helped Baltimore's defense, but I still think Montgomery is just going to absolutely tear them up. The Bears are going to continue to run it as much as possible. I like everyone in this game, um, as long as Jackson suits suits up. Um, keep an eye on Devonta Freeman. Le'Veon was released yesterday, I believe, so um, it really appears to be his with Tyson Williams still in the doghouse. Um, I got the Bears winning this game. Get on the Justin Fields bandwagon while there is room. Yeah, sounds fair. I'm on the fields bandwagon. Hey, I want to let you know, I did leave, and I still have him on one of my teams, and I've been waiting on him. So please. I even picked up Deshaun Watson before the trade deadline because I was worried. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this as my backup. I need him for week 14. One week, that's it. Fields playoff schedule kind of. I'd be sneaky good too. So well, I have I have Jalen Hurts in this league, and I am the second best person in the league right now. Somehow, unbeknownst to me, it's not good. It's terrible. Fair enough. Okay, on the next game, Cincinnati versus Las Vegas, two teams that are headed in a free fall. So, hopefully, one of these teams can stop the bleeding this week. My start is the Bengals offense. I think this is a good week for them to get right after Patrick Mahomes just put up five touchdowns on them. 
Um, I think this would be a really good week for Joe Burrow to have even somewhat of that kind of game, even like a three touchdown game. It'd be nice uh, to get Higgins back involved, get Chase, you know, back on his rookie of the year trajectory. Um, and then Mixon's been solid this year. And I think that he could definitely use a game like this against Vegas. Uh, as far as Vegas starts, I probably would start Carr um, and Waller. It, it's tough because I'm not sure with the uncertainty at wide receiver on that team between Brian Edwards. Renfro's been good, and if you really need a flex play, I think Renfro's your guy. Um, but like Deshaun Jackson didn't even know what way to run when he caught the ball, so that you know that, that kind of stuff just scares me. Um, so my sit for this game is the defenses. I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense played in this game. There has not been from either of these teams in a couple of weeks. Blanco torched the Bengals. Uh, Pat Mahomes just torched the Vegas. Uh, you know, it's kind of comparable quarterback situations there. And torching is going to happen with these defenses. Um, and my stop is going to be whatever team loses this game. That'll be the end of it for them, I think. I think that will be the death blow to either the Bengals or the Vegas Raiders. And... Yeah, this will be it. This is this is one one of these two teams will be out of it after this. I think it'd be the death blow to the Vegas or to the Raiders, but I don't think it'd be the death blow to Cincinnati. I do. They've lost three straight. I know. I mean, I know that it's, it's not. It, it would hurt, but I don't think it'd be the death blow. I think next week would be the death blow if they did it again. But yeah, I get I get your logic there. All right. Well, I was in Vegas again. So I got the fucking garbage teams. So Miami, New York Jets, um, two bad teams battling for which draft pick they want while simultaneously trying to keep their head coaching jobs, which honestly, I don't really know what to expect here football-wise. But for fantasy, I kind of actually like this game. Um, It's dangerous to overload in games like this, so don't pick up your Joe Schmoes or your Mickey Blancos because he's not playing. Uh, My start here is uh, Mr. Michael Carter. uh, This isn't a secret Uh, at this point. I've talked about him a lot. This guy's good, and he's getting chances. I think he's running back like 17 right now, which is just shot maybe 19. I don't know. I might be making that up, but 17 is my bullshit number, so if I ever say that, it's probably a lie. Uh, But Miami has a decent run defense, but don't be scared. It's Miami, and you start this man. He Like I've talked about with pass-catching backs, you always start him. But what I really don't want to say is you also start Miles Trash Cam here. So I won't make him my official start, but the Jets are dead last against running backs, but that might be due to game script. I don't know. Uh, He just gets too many attempts not to start him, and the Jets aren't stopping him. So I get why you want to play him, and he'll probably break off a big one because it's the Jets. My sit is fucking Flacco. As of right now, Flacco is the starting quarterback for Sunday's game, and I know someone's out there is like, let's get cute. I'm going to start myself some Joe Flacco because he's playing Miami and I don't have a good quarterback. I'm sure there's someone else you can find. Please do that. This isn't the one. Uh, my stop here is Devontae Parker. Uh, shoulder, hamstring, bro, you're injured, and this team is garbage. There is no reason to keep fighting. Like, we know that you're not – we know that you're good. We Honestly, your games – like, if you put those together over a full season, you're a wide receiver probably like 15. I'm not doing the math, but someone else can. Uh, I just feel like I won't say that I'm wrong about you because you are good and we know that you've been playing well. But just submit to the injuries and take the time off. Wait another year or find another team. I get what you thought you saw in this team because, honestly, I think a lot of people did. I didn't, but other people did with the youngness. I still think they're like two years off. 
they had those draft picks and then they started trading them away, even though they should have kept building. And I, I just, that's honestly what I'm scared of for the Eagles right now. So just take the, take the year off, man. You're done. We're good. We know you're good. You'll be back. I like how you have a bullshit number. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it's so true, though. Like, every time I'm like, you know, like 17 or so. It, oh, oh, did you fuck that girl? Yeah, 17 times. No, like, it doesn't matter what you. it is. It's huh. 17, man. Like, if I say 17, you could literally call me out and be like, I should probably write bullshit. that down. Oh, yeah. please probably, do. Probably win a fireball bet based off that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I said, oh, he's going to get 17 points. Store that one in the back of my head. Yeah, no, dude. I will say, I don't know what it is or why that number is a thing, but it is a thing, and I do do that. <laughs> and I honestly, I'm going to look up Michael Carter's number now, but I'll let you guys get on because Billy's got to go to work, and I don't want to keep you. All right, Joe. All right, so Buffalo gets Indianapolis at home this Sunday. Uh, Josh Allen returned to superhuman status last week. This dude is just as impressive as it gets. It should be He should beat up on this defense again. Indy has some really rough cornerbacks this year, and uh, – it was great to see Diggs finally have a big game. Um, that's really my stop here is not stop not feeding Diggs all the time. You saw what happened last year. It's not like defenses can really shut him out on that one. So I really like feeding Diggs here because that's the way they're going to win. Um, I expect Buffalo to slow Jonathan Taylor down a little bit, but Derrick Henry showed earlier this year this defense can be run on. Uh, Indy is tough to run on in its own right. I don't like Singletary, and I do not like Moss. Um, Gabriel Davis had a really fluky three-catch, like 120-yard game last week. Don't buy into that. Uh, Diggs and Knox are really the only pass catchers you're starting here. Um, Pittman is a number one wide receiver. Uh, stop doubting it. He's awesome. Buffalo's tough, but he's going to do it. So you are starting Michael Pittman. Uh, we are sitting any running backs not named Jonathan Taylor, and we already said we got to we got to feed Diggs all the time. So just keep doing that. So Indy wins this game. I would prefer if they didn't for my draft. <laughs> They're going status. to. But uh, by the way, Michael Carter is number nineteen, seventeen. Just really is my bullshit number. Like that's just what it is. It's close enough though. I mean, the fact that a Jets running back is number nineteen running back, and he only really have started like five games, six games. Just saying, played well under Blanco. That kills my underdog, uh, Tevin Coleman pickup. Yeah. That was my guy in the last round every time. It's tough. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to Monday Night Football. Uh, We've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New York Giants. Both coming off some pretty bad couple of games uh, going here. Uh, Tampa Bay's really got to figure it out. I know that they're missing Antonio Brown and Gronk. That should not matter based on who else is on this team, but apparently it does. And Brady really did not figure things out until the end of the game against Washington, and by then it was too late. And they definitely – Washington went in with a really good plan of how to beat Tampa Bay, and that's just to keep the ball away. So, although I know Jason Garrett won't do it, Giants are kind of built to do the exact same thing. So they've got um, Dale Jones and Barkley is back. So my star for this game is Saquon Barkley. Uh, Back in the lineup, Antonio Gibson still eight against the uh, Tampa Bay defense. I think Barkley can at least get his against um, Tampa Bay as well. I don't really, you know, you got to feel confident in Tampa Bay because anytime Tom Brady's back there, you got Godwin, you got Evans. 
I think they'll both be fine. But my major start for this game would be Barkley. Throw him in there. No fear. Uh, my sit for this game is New York Giants pass catchers that aren't Barkley. Um, Ingram, I would understand in a desperation situation. Um, Shepard should be back. I don't think a Tony's going to play Galladay's back. I just, it, the problem is I need to see it before I believe it. And although Tampa Bay secondary is beat up, so this would be a good game to see it. You're waiting until Monday. I don't know if it's a miracle situation and you need it. I, I would say yes. But if you've been getting along fine without them, this would not be the week to throw them back in and see what happens in my opinion. Um, and then my stop for this is people just need to stop doubting Tom Brady. I've seen a lot of hate towards him this week. And I think the, as soon as you start doubting Tom Brady and saying he's done, it just gets him more fired up. So let's just, let's just say Brady's fine. He's okay. And maybe he won't get in his like, you know, red mode or whatever he goes into to destroy every team in his path on the way to the championship. So that's Monday night football this week. Manning cast is back. Watch it. A lot of fun. Yeah, primetime games. Phil was no. pretty good. Phil Mickelson was pretty good on there last week, but nothing's going to top Marshawn Lynch. Draymond was pretty awful, but that was mostly because of the audio quality. By the way, I know nobody's listening to this that has anything to do with that show. Do not let your guests wear AirPods on the fucking show as a microphone. It's awful. It sounds god-awful. There's We're using reason. literal Xbox headsets, and they sound amazing compared to those god-awful Bluetooth AirPods. Marshawn dropping the F-bomb was literally my favorite TV thing this year. Yeah. Nothing has stopped Eli that. flipping the birds. There's been a lot of good moments. Yeah. Draymond was not one of them. Get yourself some turtle beaches. You know what I mean? Get yourself some real fucking game. That means Draymond's got to be a gamer, man. You have to have something sitting around. It's better than those damn AirPods. You got to hear all the footsteps. Yeah. Exactly. Could we get some? Could we get some mics? Yeah, absolutely. Give us some fucking sponsorships. You know what hey, I mean? Speaking of Turtle it's, Beach, shout out. We uh, we rep your product every podcast. So actually, all, all three of us are wearing beaches. You see the green man? You gotta have the turtle beaches, dude. They're in, if we were doing this with cheap gamer headsets, you'd hear like. So good point. Thank you for right. doing that demonstration too. All right, Turtle Beach, get on us. Anyway, um, so as you notice, I have no primetime games because. I was fucking drunk. So I'm <laughs> going to get into Miss, Mr. San Francisco versus Mr. San Francisco. No, just kidding. Jacksonville. Um, two nice cities, you know, beaches, you know. I mean, San Francisco really doesn't have beaches. They is Jacksonville a nice city? I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Joe, is it good? Oh. Okay. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> one city that's cool and one city that's on fire. Anyway, San Francisco came out swinging against the Rams uh, in large part to their defense. So. Uh, but they did also trump the Rams with their offensive play calling. Uh, so this one was uh, against Billy's uh, bullshit about Shanahan. He had this was his best game, and I think uh, personally Jacksonville also gets a gold star after last week. So you're trying, and at, at times you look like an actual football team. So we're proud of you. Only losing to the Colts by a touchdown is a feat in itself, but when you're the Jaguars, that's pretty good. Trevor Lawrence looked so bad at the end of that game, but <laughs> this, other than that. I didn't see it, man. I'm looking at stats, dude. I'm trying to be fucking good and trying to figure out what happened last week. I just within a touchdown. There's about one to two weeks of football that I'd miss every year. So anyway, this was one of them. All right. My start here is Jeff Wilson or Elijah Mitchell if he's playing. I don't think he's going to, though. I, I don't know. I know that they're saying he is, but I don't think so. As of right now, it looks like he's gonna miss this game. So that's my logic. I know what they're saying. I don't give a shit. You start the running back who starts. 
Uh, honestly, Jeff, Jeff Wilson wouldn't even be a bad start at that point. So a broken finger for a running back to me, though, is, is hard is a hard thing for me to imagine uh, to imagine that he's coming back from in a week, even especially with the surgery. So I look to Wilson to take over his backfield and with them 10 carries last week and putting up 40 yards with it. I look for Wilson to kind of go back to his uh, his old ways last year and take over the backfield for this week. I'm not saying he's taking over forever. Uh, my sit here is Mr. Jamal Agnew. I get it. I understand. And by the way, if you're thinking about Jacksonville at all, like you want to start someone, it's James Robinson and literally no one else. Do not start anyone else ever. Chenault is not the thing. I want it to be a thing. Marvin Jones, still not the thing, even though he probably could be okay. But anyway, uh, my sit is Jamal Agnew. And so this is a thing. I, I, I could, I, They continue to find a way to get this man the ball. And he's really good. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, I'd really be excited if they featured this guy but they're not going to. He had five targets and a 66 yard runs. Like that's it. That is not enough to keep him. If that 66 yard run didn't happen, he wasn't getting the points. And I get it. You probably picked him up or you probably already had him. And you're like, man, I should have started Jamal Agnew. And you're that guy. You're wrong. You would have never known that. And you're never going to be right about that. So don't play him. He's a gadget player. And they're going to be the ones that score against teams like the 49ers or the, the Colts or whatever but he doesn't garner the type of targets to be startable. So just do not do it. You're, you're wrong. He probably will get three points in this game. All right. My stop here is stop ruling San Francisco out because they, just because they aren't as good as other teams or, you know, teams that you, what you thought this team was going to be basically. So just because they're four and five, doesn't mean that they're out like the Eagles. Uh, they are seven teams in each conference going to the playoffs. Everyone keeps forgetting that. I, I don't know why or anything, but one or more of them in both conferences, most likely the NFC at this point, could be a 500 team or potentially even less. I mean, that's hypothetically a lot less possible. But so the thing about this team is they are actually phenomenal. Their talent or their performance, I should say, has not looked that way. And so just because the Packers are eight and two, does it, and they're the team at the top. And does, that doesn't mean that they automatically win this game, even if they play like, all right, let's say Cardinals or Packers, because that's who they'd be matched up with if they were the seventh seed right now. Have you guys seen the last two weeks of football? Have you seen what happens with football? Anything could happen. The Eagles won the Super Bowl with fucking Nick Foles. I'm sorry, but the, the 49ers can still win the Super Bowl, like with this team that they have. I mean, obviously the injuries need to stop, but. Debo's phenomenal. The quarterback play is okay at times. I mean, it can be good. Like they've had good games and then the running backs are actually pretty phenomenal. And then their defense is one of the best in the league. So stop, just chill, just chill. All right. Chill. Any given Sunday, man, any fucking given Sunday, man, hundred percent. All right. So let's do uh, Washington, Carolina, uh, Carolina's at home. This is the revenge game, revenge game, revenge game, revenge game. Uh, we got Cam. I'm back uh, going against his old coach, Ron Rivera. So this is this has a bunch of different dynamics coming into it. I really like it. Um, McCaffrey is going to run all over the football team. Uh, losing Chase Young to an ACL tear is not good for them. And uh, McCaffrey is going to exploit that a little bit. So, um I love Terry McLaurin in this game. I, I brought it up in the first part, but Carolina has a single high safety a lot of the time, and McLaurin's going to beat it and get wide open. I like a big game from him on this one. Uh, 
Gibson had two touchdowns last week. It's going to be a little bit harder this week. Carolina, as we all know, gives out the least points per touch to running backs. Uh, but the one thing I really did like about last week is Cam Newton showed some love to Robbie Anderson, a man who desperately, desperately needed some love. So I like Carolina winning this game. My start for this week is Robbie Anderson. He showed life. We all know what he can do. It's exciting to have him back. My sit for this week is Robbie Anderson. You got to have someone better. And if you can, start him. And my stop is not throwing it to Robbie Anderson. So uh, it was good to see. I got to see it a little bit more. If you have to start him, start him. But I would recommend sitting him. My guy. I fucking love it. That hurt my eyes. (laughs) I think I might have cried. Uh, welcome to the life of a Robbie Anderson owner, by the way. That, or that manager, that was exactly it right there. That was my favorite start sit stop I've ever heard in this podcast history. God. All Sad about Robbie, man. In, in the Robbie Show Bob. All right, last game: Houston versus Tennessee. I uh, did not see Houston. Well, I, I'm just kidding. I saw Houston being this bad. In Tennessee, I did not see being this good after that first game, but they have really – they just keep finding a way to get it done. Uh, my star for this game – I'm going to kind of bust past the obvious because obviously you're starting A.J. Brown. My star for this game is actually Marcus Johnson. I actually kind of like this kid for uh, Tennessee. He busted off I, – I, it was mostly just a big play last week that he busted. Um, but – Five catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown, not bad. And I kind of think that he could fill in nicely in that A.J. Brown role. Or not A.J. Brown, but Julio role, uh, as long as he's out. I think you can start Marcus Johnson and actually feel good about it. So if you're needing in on a desperation play this week, I think you can put in Marcus and you'd feel just fine about it. Uh, my sit for this game is Peterson. Uh, as we've all kind of gone on, Devontae For Deontay Foreman is the starter there. Uh, McNichols might be out, so maybe that means a little bit more work for Peterson. But I think Foreman just looks like the better runner. I, I love Adrian Peterson, but I mean, time's come and gone. Let's let's be honest. And then also my sit is also non-Cooks Houston players, and that includes Tyrod. Tyrod does not look good. Houston or Tennessee's defense and pass rush has actually looked really strong these past couple weeks. Uh, their secondary is playing, eh, but. I think against Tyrod, might be able to handle themselves. And then my stop is stop believing in Tennessee. This team is one in, like one more injury away from just being completely out. Uh, they already lost Henry for the year. That's going to hurt them in the long term, maybe not the short term. But if they were to lose like A.J. Brown, it's all over. And like one piece on that defense, it's all over. So I, I just – I don't believe in Tennessee. I think that they are – if you drew them in the first round or if they get the bye and you drew them in the second round, you're going to feel pretty happy about that and feel like you can make it further because it seems like they're very beatable to me. Man, I have so many notes on that one. Sure. Uh, mostly good. One bad. Uh, my Back to your Billy's burning questions. Uh, the best team in the NFL pre-Derrick Henry injury was the Tennessee Titans. They are not anymore, so I completely 100% agree. They are going to lose in the first round, like almost guaranteed. Like I would bet so much. It sucks too because I like the idea of them. um, Well, they're a great team. Like they had that weird week, and we all got that. But yeah, no, they're uh, without Derrick Henry, they are not the same. Number two, two. Speaking on the Derrick Henry note, um, I am actually a fan of Adrian Peterson this week because of the Houston Texans. 
I would never start him again. I would pretty much drop him right away afterwards. I think they're going to feed Foreman and really get Foreman's. uh... I think they will, but I think they win this game with pleasure and time. And it's just like, Adrian, go get some stats out there because you're like the GOAT of all time. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. I would be more than happy to see that. I just feel like they're going to get Foreman to eat so he can get his confidence up. But to be fair, I mean, this game could be close just because it's stupid. And then my other thing is... That would be so NFL it hurt. I know, right? Uh, my other thing was Marcus Johnson. I, I'm i not sold. I think this is DPJ written all over it. I'm not about it yet. I want to see number He's number two. Like That's that's the only reason. Without McNichols there, I just think the targets I mean, are there for a potential... See, I get it because no one name else the third on the wide receiver yet. on that. No, team no, no. I can't even name the second wide receiver on the team. Before Marcus Johnson, yeah, just exactly. For you. I I get it, but I just don't trust him yet. I want to see it, and I mean, yeah, against Houston, maybe, but like after I that, did I mention know. desperation flex play, but fair. it makes no sense that they had all these players in their team that just don't have them anymore. Like Des Fitzpatrick, your man would be perfect right now. I have not. It makes no we sense. We don't need to get all into right. that. All we right, don't, sorry. Don't, don't need. We don't need to bring that up from the. We don't have time. I just had notes because I wanted that game and I didn't call it out, so that's my bad. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's get to another game. Uh, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles Chargers. This is my most exciting game. That's why I saved it. Uh, both teams are coming off heartbreaking losses or ties. If you're a Pittsburgh fan, sorry. Uh, how that happened, I have no idea. Uh, I was wandering around in Vegas once again. Yada yada yada. Uh, but anyway, so Swift and Eckler are very similar running backs. I mean, if you really think about it. Uh, so I'm seeing. I want to see if Eckler can have that same success. So I mean, obviously, you're not ever sitting Eckler. So I think that's pretty obvious. But my start here is Keenan Allen. And my favorite thing about this is it's funny because just weeks ago we were seeing trade Keenan Allen. He's not a lead anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Like it was funny. I was seeing fucking like all kinds of shit about Keenan Allen's not good. Like, I don't know why you want him. And now he's back to being the leading receiver and most consistent player on the team, maybe other than Eckler, but honestly, probably even more than Eckler. So 11 plus targets each of the last three games. That's not even his average. Uh, even if Herbert is having a bad game, it appears Allen is going to have a large role. So not to mention zero games under 10 points in PPR. There is literally nothing more you can ask for out of a wide receiver two on your team. And I have no idea why people fucking hate Keenan Allen so much. And he's my literally wide receiver. Well, he was my wide receiver one until Debo Samuel decided to be good. So this man is consistent and it's only going to keep getting more work throughout the team, uh, throughout the year. So this team is going to focus on shutting down plays against the chargers right here. So you're going to get yourself some Keenan Allen, like a lot of Keenan Allen. My set here is Herbert. Uh, I like him a lot, but he's been pretty inconsistent the last few weeks. So I want him to be the dude. I think he will in the future, but I don't think this is the game for him. Uh, so I want him to do good, but it's tough to say that he will be like the one, you know, uh, in the future. But I'm assuming this is probably going to be an Eckler game. Uh, so that's why I'm not huge on uh, Herbert this week. But Pittsburgh's probably going to shut down Mike Will. So and without that, Herbert's not going to get them yards. So um, but at that point, you basically have to kind of hope for Herbert to get the goal line touchdown. So and then my stop is Amari Cooper. Mark Cooper. No, oh, sorry. Mike Williams. Uh, as Joe would say, fraud. Uh, this team has gone five of the last six games under eight points. Uh, I know what you thought you had, but it's Amari Cooper 2.0. Fair enough. True. Yeah. I, I still believe in Mike Williams. I think when they used him a lot, Chargers were humming. 
And then now that he, they're not using him as much and he's not getting as many targets, they're not. So, Billy, you quoted Icarus the other day, and that yeah. is Mike Williams. He that's flew good, too you know, close to a, the sun. It's a good, strong point there. And <laughs> he didn't yeah. fly, fly too close to the sun. Or Cinderella, you know, and the clock struck 12. <laughs> You know, that's that's Mike Williams. I think that's Herbert. I think Herbert Cinderella. No, he was, no, he was so, just a pumpkin. So that's the thing is, I don't think I don't think Herbert's bad. I think he's just been. No, I think the team around him is just falling apart. I don't understand. Oh, so he was Cinderella. Oh, exactly. So the, the clock struck. Belly. You know, Mike Williams turns into a pumpkin. Jared Cook turns into a mouse. Like it's a whole thing. But you know, I, I think that's kind of the situation there. Who's the rookie tight end on that team that's supposed to be good? Parham. Uh, McKitty was the guy that they drafted, but Parnum's the one they've been using. So what you're telling me is that he's the next Hunter Henry. Got it. Okay. Awesome. And right. as in shout out. Really. Oh, I, you know we always need to give a shout out on this podcast to Trey McKitty. I hope you're living yeah. your life, King. It's the best name ever. That'll be there fine. All right, Green Bay, Minnesota, to end it for tonight. Um, to sum up this game in one word, um, AJ fucking Dylan, AJ Dylan, Minnesota has given up the 28th most Two points words, per man. attempt to the running backs. Fire that man up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's used to carving up this defense and they are worse this year than they have been in the past. Uh, Sunday will be the same for that. Devonta Adams gets it right back and has a monster of a game. Uh, Minnesota's defense has been playing better, but you can't count out Green Bay. Um, I like Dalvin. You're always starting Dalvin. I don't need to cover that one. He'll have a big game. Uh, Look out for Justin Jefferson. Uh, G.R. Alexander still injured, and uh, Green Bay secondary has been falling off a little bit on this one. So my start for this week is A.J. Dillon. I really like it. My sit is Tyler Conklin. I get it. Tight end's a mess, but he's averaging like eight yards a game and two touchdowns. It's pretty ridiculous. He just doesn't get enough yardage to really do it for me. And my stop is stop not letting Joe Wiggins, OP economist from offensive points, stop not letting me bang that massive fucking drum in Minnesota's stadium before the game. I want to do it. I'm a Bears fan. I will wear my Bears jersey doing it, but I want to hit that damn drum. I did not know where that was headed as soon as you were saying bang, but I'm glad that it ended up with the drum. So <laughs> I um, honestly just thought well, that there's that other was... stuff I want to bang. Well, I understand is, that. And I was like, wow, Joe, we're going right place. for it, huh? Okay. <laughs> I honestly just thought that that was some sort of sexual innuendo the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the drum is awesome. I would like to bang the drum too. I don't know who involved in this game. Or what involved in this game other than the drum that I'd want to bang, but it's probably uh, one of the we'll one you, of the players' wives, probably. We'll let you figure. See, this is the thing we don't need to speculate on here. We'll just we'll I wasn't speculating I'm just a happy staying. Uh, <laughs> thank you right. for stating that on the podcast. Polygamy is not for me. Good. Well, you're not married, so hear. it doesn't count. Nice. Well, here we go. I might right. you all know. Well, that was week eleven. Uh, really good uh, game previews there. Very fast, very efficient. I'm I'm happy to see that. We got to get time to prepare. I know because I got to download this and then put it on the feed too. So that will be awesome. All right. Oh, and you have to send me the videos too, man. uh, I'll have all night to do that. Don't worry. Um. So follow at Op Economist on Twitter. Follow at Ombre Vendor on Twitter. Follow at Josh Hall on Twitter. STL. My bad. Almost messed that up. 
follow at offensive points um got a lot of good things coming uh come join us on the youtube on sunday not positive i'll be there because i will have just gotten off a couple hours before that but maybe one of you two wants to show up that would be cool um, i'd like to yeah well we'll see how it happens hopefully hey real quick i just want to pop on here real quick i know you guys sure. should do uh but for real if you made it this far and like this is one of our shorter ones so i hope you guys made it this far uh seriously just comment at one of us about something stupid. Like it can be about football. It can not be about football. It could be about Josh's stupid Vegas stories and tell him to shut up. Like he's really annoying. I really don't care. Like, honestly, I would love to just get into a Twitter argument or conversation with you guys. And uh, honestly, just follow one of us, go to OP points. You'll find us. Yes, Joe. Thanks for raising your hand. I want to make a comment on Josh's stupid Philly shirts. <laughs> I'm tired of them. Well, I know you yeah. guys listening can't see this. And once again, there. If you're on if you're on TikTok and you've and you've you've seen our videos and stuff or you've seen us on Twitter and seen our videos and Josh is wearing a stupid Philly shirt, say something, man. I'm down for it. And also, my boy Rougerou finally followed us on uh, Twitter, and I am a big fan of him uh, on the IDP Army. So, fair enough. Um, yeah, we found out IDP Bomber was a big uh, Lance Moore aficionado this weekend. So you just never know what's going to happen on. He knows Sunday everything mornings. about Lance Moore everything about you know lance, lance moore did is, karate yeah and his dad owns a karate studio the in fuck is lance moore? saints receiver yeah you remember you remember the old lance moore days he was a no because they had king. so many receivers i'm sorry no, he was all he was always like should i put him in my flex should he leave him on the bench he would always he be should. good for like eight points ah the lance moore days those were the beauties all right joe get us out of here guys we love you and you enjoy this weekend, and we will see you next week and on Sunday and every other time that we can. We're always putting content out there. Enjoy it. Consume it. Let us know how you like it. Good night.